0: Well, it's been a long and arduous summer, but it's in the books, 2019 racing season. This is Randy and Kaylee here with the Northern Renegades sponsored, issued, whatever you want to call it, Renegades on Dirt podcast brought to you by Liquid Nitro Energy, Palmer's Tavern and Old World Meats. The snack sticks out of Duluth, Minnesota from the family and three generations of meat producers.
1: How are you doing, Kaylee? Cutter's good. Good. I'm fantastic. Really excited to be back doing this once again.
0: <laughs> it's been a eventful summer.
1: Oh, it's been a crazy summer. It's been a crazy great summer and a even crazier greater fall, <laughs> if that's a thing. The car counts went up. Way oh. up. Boy, it's... Uh, and and now, uh, you know, if anybody's been paying attention online, it's it's ridiculous what's happening now, so... A little nerve wracking, actually. It's,
0: yeah, it's one of those beautiful things, but at the same time, holy crap!
1: Yeah, we knew we well. We always felt like it was coming. Um, so, and we'll uh, of course get into it a little bit later. But, uh, but yeah, lots of uh, lots of cars being purchased and uh, lots of interest, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: And some changes be- coming from people that I didn't ever think would make that change.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been astounding, but uh, you know that's kind of the hope is that you know we can be a, be that place for people to uh, to continue their careers when they can't they can't continue anywhere else. So
0: and, and it was another great season of growth. Yeah, for for us here at the Northern Renegades. I absolutely, mean, absolutely. <clears throat> this season we started, I think, with what do we start with? Five or six cars?
1: Um, eight. We actually started the season, um, and that was our. I think it's there was one night this summer um and uh you know we, we can run through the shows quick uh, but i think there was only there was only two or three nights overall in the summer that we had six um and i think six was the low mark um but the majority of the shows were 10 or better and we ended the year um with 16 and yeah. and um we have I haven't actually done the list, so probably the next podcast hopefully we'll have some more announcements and a kind of a driver roster but uh we have i think i'm gonna just say seven seven more cars as of right now that are uh are being built so it's uh it's crazy. <laughs> I'm turning knobs. You're turning knobs on me. Now I can hear myself a lot. (laughs) It's really loud.
0: We we haven't done this for a while, and the the settings have changed a little, so I I had to creep up on some stuff here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, I can hear myself good now. That's good, because I can hear me too. I can see us even better. That's the beautiful part. Oh, boy. You know, I, I get the techie nerd part, and you get the... I don't need that part. We, we just sit here and talk it. I can't part. handle that part. <laughs> this is my part. Yeah, I'm I'm not a techie nerd by any sense of the means. But well, hey. This is
1: what we have to work with. So <laughs> yeah. We are here in the uh, illustrious uh, new studios, um, surrounded by some uh, Winston Cup posters, or I'm sorry... Um, nhra winston drag racing posters (laughs) um from oh my god a long time ago when when winston was still allowed to be something yes before the uh the 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 babies took over yeah yeah that was anyway yeah yeah so um basically uh our season started um in bemidji with the uh the chicken shack nationals Jack's jack yep. starby memorial um the uh I think we got the the heat races in on the first day and then uh, the rain came and then of course it washed out the second day as well yep. so uh so that was kind of a kind of a two you know was and more like a test and tune or whatever i believe uh jory won the won the heat race yeah it was looking good for the future. but uh, um then i mean we had uh, the 30th at the grand Rapids speedway may 30th and uh, i believe jory dominated that race which uh, would kind of set the tone for the summer for that team uh, he was very very fast and on certain racetracks i mean relatively unbeatable um, and we will be talking with jory here um, in, in one of the upcoming episodes, one one of these episodes will come right. on. Right. Well, on. especially to discuss uh, you know the race we had later in the season for for the memorial for his dad. So, mm, but that, uh, that, we'll, that we'll do again next year. Yeah, yeah. That uh, we're we're hoping to put even bigger and better next year. So, uh, but then we got into June, um, June sixth. We went out to uh, the Norman County Raceway, uh, which is in Ada, Minnesota. Uh, first first time that we'd been there. Uh, First time that I'd personally been there. And, uh, you know, we brought six cars out there as an exhibition just to kind of see how, you know, how the cars would do on the track and let the track kind of and the fans kind of be introduced to us. And, um, you know, we were there on uh, on that that night and the seventh, we went over to Red River Valley uh, Speedway in Fargo. And I'm telling you, them two nights, I mean, you were with we had the, the Renegade trailer. Um, we were selling some merchandise and, uh, and doing some video stuff and just kind of, kind of testing everything. And honestly, I think, uh, I can't believe that the world of Outlaws would have gotten any more, uh, publicity or, or, uh, a a welcome from the fans. I mean, we literally had entourages of people that were following us around asking us about the cars and, um, the tracks, you know, it, it there was awesome feedback on the racing even with just the six cars um i mean basically the the over overwhelming uh, uh message that we got from the racetracks after we uh, after we left was <laughs> that was awesome um bring more cars and we'll see you next year yeah. and uh and you know of course we already talked about that's uh that that seems to be handling itself but um so i mean awesome to go you're you're out in sprint car land out there yep. you know, red river valley speedway i mean um, and you know, just luck would have it in the on those two nights. Uh, you know, we were, I got really lucky because I mean we had we brought we brought our heavy hitters out there, <laughs> and um and I was able to pick up the wins at both those places. So to already, already have a and sprint car win at at Fargo and Ada is is cool. I mean, just from a driver perspective, it's uh, <laughs> it's really something for me anyway. And,
0: and Jory seemed to struggle a little bit at Fargo. A
1: little bit. Yeah. Well, Fargo's, Fargo's tough. There's two, uh, each, each corner has different dirt on it, I believe. Um, there was, uh, and so it was, there was kind of two different corners and, um, you know, and of course when we were there, uh, that the wind i don't believe oh, the wind on. ever stops anyway but 97 degrees and it was 30
0: was, mile an hour yeah. straight out of the south I mean, right directly across the they track they put
1: water on the track all day <coughs> and they watered and, and watered and watered and watered and i mean they still there was just nothing you could do i mean it was yeah. it was destined to be dry yeah um but you know we still had really good lap times um i think that's one of the uh um consistent things that we saw at all the tracks we went especially the transponder tracks um you know we got to the end of the season um at uh, greenbush and we were second a lot faster i believe than than the mods were consistently all night or at least on par with them so i mean it's that's that's getting around a racetrack pretty fast so uh, we were real happy real happy with how we ranked among all the uh the regular race cars so and you know fargo for as dry slick as it got
0: and as dusty as it got through no fault of the track prep people no, the, no. they busted their butts they, yeah. trying to
1: yeah
2: <clears throat>
0: but from where i was at in the grandstands there there were people standing up and cheering but had no idea who the hell they were cheering for
1: no when i uh when i pulled into victory lane um there was uh three guys hanging over the side of the grandstand three middle-aged guys and uh they were i mean You'd have thought that you just, you know, won the Knoxville Nationals. They were, these guys were excited. And the crowd, I mean, well, it's, I mean, we have it on video. Um, you know, the crowd response is just crazy. I mean, yeah. you just watch six race cars. That I mean, but they've never seen wingless sprint cars. And, and you were out front, so you didn't get to see the race for second,
0: third, and no, fourth no. behind you.
1: Right, <laughs> right, I guess I was pretty good. So. <laughs> I mean,
0: and Troy Gessner out there. That was the first time he'd finished higher than fifth, I think.
1: I don't know, but I know that he uh, he came so far this summer. Oh. And he's another one we'll have on very soon, but uh, they're like our one of our poster children. For-
0: he got his first heat race win in Grand Rapids uh,
1: about the middle of July. Yep. And then... Uh, Midgey picks up his first final race of the season, final <laughs> race of the season, and he wins his first feature his second year in a race car, period. So, which is you know, second year sprint car, obviously. But and, you know, two years ago, which basically within a week of the anniversary of having driven my car at the Arrive and Drive in Cedar Lake, yeah. Um, you know, two years previous, um, then you know, makes the decision to, to come racing, um i mean literally that well that day that he drove the car he said man i'd lo- i wish i could do this and we said why don't you and he said i you know i don't i don't know a lot about cars about you know race cars and you know i've always gone to the races but i i, I don't know i I don't even know what i would need or whatever and i said we we can figure all that out that's that's not hard you just you got to be willing to do it and put the work in and uh um, yeah. you know his family was behind him 100 percent, and uh you won't find better people than the Gessner family. Um, no. you know, and thanks to them we have, you know, the whole season basically documented in pictures yep. um and, and kind of what uh what this all entails. So you know, from a from a group perspective anyway. But uh yeah. Amy does a good job with the camera
0: and she hands it off to Taylor once in a while and Taylor to she could really be good at
1: it. Oh, absolutely. No, there. <laughs> no we'll be uh, we'll be talking to him about uh maybe doing it a little more professionally next year, but but basically, I mean, yeah, couldn't the season couldn't have ended on a higher note? Which you know, we'll we'll get to. But that's <laughs> sorry, no, jump ahead. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> it, I mean, it bears repeating because uh, you know that's what happens. That's what we're trying to do is get people into racing, and you know, and some success. You know, that's yep. you know, it, it just you can't can't say enough about Troy and where he's come from. I mean, he told me at the arrive and drive last week at Cedar Lake. Um, he's like, man, I never went around this place that fast. And the car's getting really good. And so the car ain't changed, man. <laughs> it's just the driver's getting good. You know? The car's been the same for two years, right. dude. Right. You know, I mean, I'll click a shock here or there, you know, whatever. But, I mean, come on. it's uh, You know, the, the guy can flat out wheel a race car. So, he's... Um, you know, especially for a guy that was sitting in the grandstands three years ago. So, well, and it's been fun to watch
0: because he started out without any bad
1: habits. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. he'd never driven anything else before, right? Right. Well,
1: know? and he's, uh, you know, he's he listens. You you tell him something, and he absorbs it. He listens. He's always paying attention. I mean, it's, uh, but it's proof that that this arrangement works. Yeah, you don't have to be a former, you know, champion or or even a uh, even have raced anything. You don't have you to can, be Kaylee Emerson to oh, do that, anything. <laughs> that former never was. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: not even a flash in the pan. So Well, you know, T.L. Arneson come out and did pretty good. Oh, for from beginning to end. Um, He's grown a lot. Oh, yeah. And the, his last, the again, the Bemidji race, um, you know, his last night, he, sp- he spun himself out in the heat race. He was leading the heat race, and he spins himself out. Um, he was pretty frustrated between the heat and the feature. And uh, in the feature, he, he was behind me. Um, so I didn't see it, but apparently he did the old. Uh, we'll call it the Josh Brayford 360, where you just keep on trucking. <laughs> you don't bring out the caution, right? So he was he was half a racetrack behind everybody, behind the group, you know. Right. And he come back up, and he actually passed Josh, and he was on my bumper um allegedly <laughs> no but i mean that's the, he was he was basically pushing me around at the end of the race and uh, you know not that i'm a great benchmark i was third at the time but you know for for this guy who had never raced a car or or a very limited racing experience right. um you know many many years ago to come from you know the beginning of the season not hardly being able to stay on the same lap to you know buckling down and and pushing you know the the best cars around i mean that's that's something you know so yeah we we uh we made a lot of progress and we did it as a group um which is awesome so but uh yeah the rennie hughes was we as we're going through the season here you keep jumping to the end i'm sorry i'm sorry i know there's so so many compelling stories to tell but um you know we uh we got to the Rennie Hughes, which was uh, June twenty second, twenty second. Yeah, so we were at uh, Superior with the OMSs on Friday on Friday. Uh, and I watched it,
0: Alan Settner get his first feature win. Um,
1: or was it? No, no, didn't Brad didn't Brad Peterson win that race? The wing portion. No, the, no, the wing portion was uh, um, Denny Stordahl. That's the one I was. Denny Stordahl wins his his first. I don't know, but I don't think it's his first sprint car feature, but wing feature for sure. Um... You know, and just it was an awesome race. Yeah. Um, and, and what a what a great way to help the season get kicked off for the wing cars for the UMSS. Um uh, yeah, That was is, that was another race you were up there right in the battle with. Yeah, yeah, he beat me by about two feet. <laughs> but, and I didn't give it to him, that's for sure. I actually thought I had him covered. He he had to uh he had to make the perfect corner to beat me and he did. So which was not the only time that happened all season by the way, last lap losing the race. But Well, you um, know. But uh yeah no um I believe I want to say that that uh um yeah we were up on the podium for the traditional race yeah um, yeah
0: cuz I think you were third yeah yeah for the traditional and then you went through the wing on and so came out and ran again and-
1: which is cool when we will talk eventually about the uh the OMSS wing cars because I would say that at this pace of growth it'll be something you'll be seeing around um, northern renegade country sooner rather than later but um yeah so friday night friday night at the godnet class speedway was amazing um we put on, put on a great show um i had a, had a strong car count for both classes yeah yeah well, i believe uh i believe we we had to have been right around 20 cars for uh for friday night and then uh um what'd we carry into the renny uh, 18 19 for the wingless, and I think there were 12 guys. 12, which we had we figured 10 for the wing cars because it was brand new, um, so we were able to beat that as well. But, uh, but yeah, so we come into uh, the Rennie Hughes Memorial in Hibbing uh, on Saturday, and um, Hibbing did a good, did, did a really good job of putting a good racetrack together for us, um, yep. you know, because sprint car track is not, not always the same track you need for, for good racing for other classes, so. Um, they gave us they gave us the top and and we i think the feature especially in the the uh well both features were good but the traditional feature i think was really exciting Uh, at least from my my perspective i was probably seventh but uh you know there was there was just battles back and forth (laughs) you had so many things going on that night and
0: you were so far and the car wouldn't start and (laughs) and you were so far out in left field mentally before you ever got in the car that. I'm always you, 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 you <laughs> just live, didn't have a chance. I live in
1: left field, I was just on a different stadium, right <laughs> but, but yeah, it was uh, it was tough. And that, but I mean, the work all the work that went into it was totally worth it. Um, you know, hopefully, and I think the Hughes family would agree. I mean, we can certainly get Jory's comments on that, but um, you know, just awesome way to send. You know send our love to a gray man yeah. and uh and show our respect so and didn't didn't you put the wings on it
0: and d- throw jory in the car so that he can run the wing feature too
1: <laughs> yeah so so court we get there and the car won't start I, I don't even remember why but the car will not start and um so we push it back you know there's the the kind of the city's property back behind the yeah. speedway there and um we must have put you know 40 miles on the car pushing it with the four-wheeler um trying to get it to run we finally got it sorted out, but we missed uh, we missed the wing heat race, which was a common theme. We at the end of the year we just chose not to run wing heat races out of tradition. But um, that <laughs> night we missed it for the second night in a row, and we missed the heat race. And then uh, um, so we ripped the wings off it and got it going and and run the the traditional part of it. Uh, but yeah, we did put the wings back on, and uh, you know Jory has an um, amazingly strong car and a strong team, and you know, but that was a ridiculously strong field. Of race cars, and um, so you know, for him not to not to get you know on the podium that night, um, or at least you mean that would have been great <coughs> to see him get a win because he's clearly good enough to do that. Right. But uh, yeah, it uh, I could I could see where I felt like maybe he was a little disappointed with you know where he ended up, and I, maybe that's not true, but but I was disappointed because I was really hoping that he could win it. So I put him in my car, in the win car, and um, you know, like a jory is fortunately a really good driver but uh you know my car i think uh, if you talk to some of the other drivers that have driven it i think they would say that you know I, it takes a gorilla to drive it because it doesn't the power steering doesn't work very good or something allegedly but um you know it works for me but but uh well, trust me i've seen you you're
0: not that much of a gorilla but, uh, so.
1: but yeah i mean jory jory ran really respectable in it and uh, i wish it could have been better for him but uh but you know I don't know if maybe the emotion of that night didn't get the better of him, no, it could be i mean that was uh there was a lot to it, there was a lot to it uh, but yeah he, it was... uh, um no he handled it really well, and he I mean you want to talk about a guy who had a lot going on that night I mean there was a guy I mean when I grabbed him to run the wing car, he was going through because they had raised so many prizes and money and and um other things for all the racers that um he was going through trying to make sure that everybody and you know in true uh jory and rennie hughes fashion was trying to take care of everybody around him um not not absorbing the moment or the fact that they had done this you know so so i think you're absolutely right um you know the the night was it was a huge night so
0: yeah And and i know he said he said to me later on this that the the whole effect of the race didn't really hit him until a couple of days later
1: right Right. Well, it's the stuff happens so fast, you know. I mean, it, it really does. The The season went by in a heartbeat. Yeah, um, it took
0: forever to get there, but it went by so fast. Well, and
1: each like... one of these nights, I mean, they're memorable. They're very memorable. But uh, when you're in it, I mean, you know what the, the new video stuff we got going on, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. um, It's – they're so busy. They're just, you know. I mean, Ridiculous. I couldn't do it now. I mean, we're, we're going to get a couple more officials for next year. But, uh, you know, without Jason Service – taking over kind of the race director duties this summer. Yep. I mean, that was really what settled us out. And, you know, we were able to start doing a little better because didn't have to worry about all the pieces throughout the night, you know. Right. So, But uh, we should have been in the Proctor Speedway after the Rennie Hughes Memorial. Unfortunately, that rained out, yep. um, which is a bummer because we had a lot of cars. And uh, Proctor is always, you know, if you haven't watched the wingless sprint cars go around the Proctor Speedway, uh, you're missing out because <laughs> they, uh, they rip and uh, proctor is uh, uh long and tight yeah i as a driver i have you know when proctor's fast it's probably the scariest racetrack that there is in the area not i mean not just like danger wise but i mean just from the speed that you can carry and turn around and head back the other direction that quick you know it's
0: but that's it's what makes ride, it so darn much fun
1: the edge yeah oh i love it but uh but yeah so you can't uh you can't beat that but uh then um the following week we're at the Bemidji Speedway. Um, which is you know kind of our our official home is the grand Rapids speedway and we absolutely love it there uh bemidji's got a really cool culture that we really enjoy um being around uh, a lot of a lot of uh the smaller classes and a lot of uh really cool fans and you know they fill that little wooden grandstand up with people and then of course the world famous chicken shack and um, you know, if you've never been to Bemidji to see just the culture there is worth it, and the races are usually pretty good as well. So and get a three piece and fries. Yes, you won't regret it. Exactly, exactly. So, but that brings us into July. Um, already, already in July. So, um, God, it's going by almost as fast as these actual season went
2: by. Right. right, right.
1: <laughs> so that brings up the world of our last show um, at the Cedar Lake Speedway, um, which was a was a combined show with the UMSS. Um, I'll I'll have
0: to take your word on this one because I wasn't able to go due to a work conflict.
1: Yeah, North North South Challenge Show, and um, you know I think we brought five or six of our own cars down there, Um, and we you know we were we we've always run respectable with the UMSs uh, for how new we are, but uh, that was awesome because we were placed with the uh, the world of the actual world of outlaw sprint cars. Right. You know we were a part of their show. Second time. Yeah, and um, um. the wing cars as well were there um which again we'll talk about the the umss wing cars which are basically our our traditional race cars um with a four barrel carburetor on them and wings um so so really i mean you're still talking low budget stuff and i mean on a on a tacky racetrack they were like a second and a half slower than the world of all seventy thousand dollar four ten sprint car Um, i don't i don't think they were that much slower might, that might even be an exaggeration but it was it was crazy how close they were um, the uh, of course the traditional cars um, I did notice that our lap times were consistent with the world all all 8 model yep. um, at Cedar Lake which is which is crazy so um, within, within like two tenths of a second yeah they were uh, they're it's it's re- remarkable how fast these cars are for uh, for what's in them. But um, anyway, the I think the the most striking thing about that show aside from just the glamour of having the world of Outlaws and. Uh, being noticed It's the world all officials were over checking over the body on my car right away <laughs> so, well, yeah. i don't know why but,
0: but uh and the freaking batmobile showed up but uh, um yeah i
1: don't know i don't think they would have let me run with
0: them but and the most unorthodox body on the planet for a sprint car
1: yeah well there to be different right so but uh anyway i, th- I think the, one of the best things that came out of it was that uh our guys were able to pick up a bunch of uh used tires world of all that tires i mean these guys run right. you know they, they have one uh, you know they run one in a heat race um they generally take it off i think and uh so literally you know our kids went around and picked up you know tires that had 10 laps on them and uh, we were able to run them you know i think i ran basically the rest of the season. On, you know, the five right rears that I took from that racetrack. So, and then we ran some wing stuff and they, you know, the 94s are a little bit small for the wingless stuff, but they're perfect with the wing car. And, uh, you know, so I got, I still have a bunch of 94s that are, that are gorgeous and I got them for free. They were going to throw them away. You know what i mean so i mean, it doesn't get it's like christmas you know so, so it's big kid christmas yeah it was awesome so uh so that really you know for me anyway it changed kind of the course of the summer because we were running out of used right rears and um a lot of the bigger wing cars were having you know they were getting rained out a lot and or they were ended up on like a rubber down track and they'd eat up the tire you know yeah. we usually buy them from like chase v brock or some of them guys um with the 360s and and uh, they just didn't have a lot of them, a lot of them to uh, to sell. So, so that was good. Um, I think Josh brought home probably 20 tires. Um, well, he's kind of a hoarder, anyways. Yeah, he's well, he's very he's very thrifty though. I mean, he makes um, you know, you give the kid two sticks and he'll uh, he'll he'll build you a jetliner. So, it's, uh he's an amazing person. So I like giving him a hard time about that. Yeah, well, you, yeah, again, you won't find better people than the Brayfords, you know. So, well. Um, Hard to compete with the guest members, but
2: well right. Well right. But you know, you're I mean, not
0: gonna find a better group of racers anyway than
1: you know, well and if it wasn't for uh, Josh having, you know, built his own motor and, you know, figured out his own um, you know, water pump arrangement and whatever, right? I mean, he can make the most out of out of uh, you know, things that most people would would, would not even recognize as usable anymore, let's say. But right. um, you know, I've sent so many guys his direction to help sort out problems with the 5.3 and, and some of the other, you know, just operational things that I honestly don't know anything about, you know I mean? Um, but, you know, he was able to – I gave him the motor for that car. Um, it was out of one of our work trucks, um, and it ate a lifter at, like, you know, 230,000 miles. And that's the motor he you know, was a race car he finished out the season with, you know, and he built it himself, and, you know, it's well, got did. good parts on it and whatever. But, and he'll tell you all about it, but, I mean, he is – you know, of course, it's our whole group, but you know, with that, with that arrangement, he's been able to help so many people get going and do it for affordably. You don't have to call somebody and, and order, you know, an expensive because they make aftermarket stuff. You know, you can, right. like a water pump on an LS as a reverse rotation water pump, so the the belt has to run the opposite way um, of of the lower pulley. So instead of buying the you know eight hundred dollar water pump or whatever it is that converts that he just made a, you know, bolted two other pulleys on there so the belt can do what it's supposed to do, put right. a belt on it, and there you go. You know, I mean, but, you know, you got some people that are racing that have been in a long time, and they, you know, you forget that this is the innovation that we used to live on, right? I mean, this is how it was, used to be done. Like, you you didn't buy it. You figured it out. Yep. And, you know, Josh is our kind of our guy that, that carries that on, you know. A lot of and, backyard engineers have gone bye-bye. Well, he shows us that it's uh, doable, and you can be ridiculously fast, you know, with your own stuff. So yeah, because that guy just needs to tone it down just a little bit. Yet yeah, he's, well, he's getting win. there. He's getting there. I mean, he uh, he should have earned uh, earned a couple wins, you know, a couple little bad luck streaks and whatever. But uh, um, yeah, he he's right there.
0: So. I, I think he gets inside his head really fast. I don't know. I think he gets close to the front and realizes that he's there and goes, oh, 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 and then gets. Throttle stupid.
1: I don't know. I don't know. He's <laughs> a hell of a wheel man. I mean, damn, yeah. there's probably nobody else that could drive the car um, that loose, right, the way that he does. So, um, <laughs> and uh, not a
0: cut on him. He's uh, it, it, it's really not. Dude puts the car in more sideways than right, anybody well, else we'll I've seen him,
1: in a while. We'll get him on here, and you guys can all meet him because he's <laughs> he's uh, he's a card. Well, and he's one of the nicest people you ever meet. I mean, he would literally give you the shirt off your off his back. Yeah. but uh um yeah he, he's a he's a hoot so but uh so after cedar lake anyway we go back to grand rapids for a couple shows um and i believe these were kind of the mid season shows where uh you know we really started ramping up the car count um you know getting in that 10 plus cars yep and uh and really you know a couple heat races and you know really started making some making some hay and and earning some fans um and i know i'm guessing it was one of those two shows that uh, I loved the whole thing, and then uh, Paul and Jory both passed me on the last lap. Uh-huh. Um, so, but I don't think very seldom did we have a show this summer that didn't end dramatically, you know. So, which is awesome. That's yeah. what that's what we want. I mean, we've. Uh, well, that 's what it's about the right. show for the fans, right, right, well, and we don 't want to be single file either, you know what I mean We want to be mixing it up and and going for it in fact, um you know since we we don 't mind jumping ahead, apparently um, <laughs> we, we love the drama of the last lap passes anyways, no matter who gets the right right <laughs> well, at the end of the season, um you know, we were looking for something a little more dramatic lineup wise for the Bemidji shows, so we actually uh um, instead of just doing the straight-up passing points, we kind of did a group power ranking as to who the best cars were, and we made them cars start in the back and for the heat races. And then um, the second day, I didn't want to do – I think we gave away some free fuel um, for yeah. for taking – if you were at the top three in passing points the first day um, and you decided to, or chose to go to the back um, to try and come through the field, um, I think we gave you 10 gallons of fuel for doing that on, on Saturday night. So Sunday night, I want to do something a little different. And, uh, so we said, okay, if you, uh, uh, you win the heat race, you get to make the lineup for the future. And, uh, <laughs> and Josh won the heat race. So he's the one that put, uh, him and myself on the last row and Troy Gessner on the first row, which I said, are you nuts? <laughs> and, uh, but no, it was awesome. And it didn't work out so well for him. did well, it? Well, and you know, unfortunately we couldn't even see Troy at the end. Cause he's so fast, you know, but, uh. Um, you know, and I don't want to take d- diminish anything from his win because I mean he had us covered that night, all night long. He had us covered. He was ridiculously fast in the heat race too. So, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was made it just a super fun night and you know and even more interactions and laughing and whatever about you know the lineup being made that way and stuff. So you know <laughs> just some more of the antics that we're not afraid to do because we're not bound by uh, points and and uh, some other craziness that you know screw up a guy's season or whatever right. you know. So. But uh, yeah,
0: it's the only series on the planet where you can miss five shows and still be in the hunt.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so, oh yeah, because there's no points. <laughs> right, right. Well, so well, and then one one interesting thing, which I actually kind of I kind of like, and uh, you know, probably a good time to uh, to announce that uh, not next Monday, but the following Monday, um, the third Monday of the month was what we're going to start with but uh we're going to start our meetings monthly, mm-hmm. renegades our monthly meetings monthly yeah meetings get togethers whatever um and this is your chance to uh learn more um meet the people involved um help set the direction of the group um of course we don't have membership fees or anything like that um you don't need a license to uh to race a northern renegade car so a um, little bit different that way but uh um that's that's where we make sure that the group all feels like uh, we're all moving in the same direction so that will start um, not not next Monday um, and let me look at the uh, the calendar here it will be October 21st at probably 5:30 or 6 p.m. Um, and we'll either do it at the Grand Rapids Speedway or at uh, Keller fence itches in Grand Rapids so um, everybody it's open to the uh, to the public everybody's welcome to join Um, a lot of times we do have a sprint car sitting there to go through I'm not sure at this one if we will or not but it kind of depends on who's coming so send us a message message. don't be afraid to reach out to us and let us know that you're interested and that you're coming and um, you know we want to be able to answer questions and stuff as well so Um,
0: and that gives me a chance to also say um, if you're looking on Facebook and you're looking for the podcast on Facebook, it's ROD Podcast, Facebook.coms backslash ROD Podcast. Also, there's two Northern Renegades pages. Make sure that you go to the Northern Renegades non wing sprint car series one. It's the one we primarily use and post on the most often. The other one, I don't think I've looked at it in six months. It's, yeah, it's been a while. And,. If you, if you want to stay up to date with the Sprint Car Series, make sure you get on the actual Sprint Car Series one, not the other one. Dave Ajo's Northern Renegades page.
1: Dave, one of the founding members of the, the Northern Renegades, had started the Facebook page before we really... Um, before we really got going. Before we took off, yeah. And, and uh, mm-hmm. um, to put it in the same format as all of our other in line with the uh the twitter account oh, the and branding the, uh, the other yeah it had to the the actual page name had to change so but uh but anyway and unfortunately dave is still a part of our group yes uh, a big part of our group uh, but he's just been really busy and he had some some health issues that fortunately it sounds like he's beyond so um and it gets pretty hectic at the track when you're trying to
0: do 75 different things at once
1: (laughs) well and he'll be another one that that we uh we need to get on someday and and have him kind of clue in everybody all the he's working on some really cool stuff so yeah but uh but anyway so come join us at our meetings and uh um you know help you know see what it's all about and, and maybe you know give your input on on the direction but uh um you know back to the season um you know we got uh got through into august um, we had a couple shows in Grand Rapids, um, in August. Yep. One of those I believe was the one that uh come down to the last lap. Um yeah, I think I think I actually passed him either on the last lap or with, with two to go and he took the lead back for his first feature whenever ever in a sprint car, uh, Lance Solom, um, who is also Teal's you know, partner. They they partnered on that car and that'll be two separate cars next year. But uh Lance getting his first win after being a you know a, a feature winning B mod driver, um, and then yep. kind of being forced out of the sport uh, due to due to financial constraints. Yep, and uh, and having a family and whatever, like it's happened to a lot of us. Uh, but but yeah, so uh, so for him to get back and, and get that feature win um, was big. And there's a pretty cool yeah. interview that you did with him after after the uh, race. That's probably on. Um, it's on we'll, the, well, just tell everybody about this, what you've been doing all summer. <laughs> so you might as well just do it now. Good dog.
2: So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's been a brutal summer, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between the regular 40-hour-a-week job and chasing around with the Sprint Car Series as much as I could, I had a lot of weekends that were work conflict. Yeah. That I didn't.
1: Which is part of it. That
0: that's, I didn't make the races. That's the series for regular working people. But we've got uh Along with this podcast that we do all the winter, that we should really try to do a little more often in the summer. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: we'll get there. You know, like, it's like you said, work. You
0: know, <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going to put it in. Right. But, but then uh, we went and started the video channel this spring,
1: which is and Northern which is, Renegades
0: mm, TV. Yeah, correct, northernrenegades.tv There's no com on it. It's okay. just northernrenegades.tv. TV. And I spent a lot of Saturday nights at the Hibbing Raceway. And as much as I could, chased around the country with the series. And we've got all that stuff online. It's 9 dollars 90, $9. a month subscriber. For, and you can go back and watch any of the races we had right. right all summer long.
1: Right. And that was the primary focus was just building content, yep. learning the equipment. Um, yeah. So, you know, next year, just yeah. bigger and better.
0: and And relearning my... The things I used to do,
1: <laughs> so well, you know, and that is, brings up a, 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 another point that I'm sure we're not gonna add Randy Cam. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> oh, it's
0: ridiculous I've, with all the other stuff I've got going on. when am I gonna put that in? I don't know. I, uh, see, I don't, see, I don't have an answer. I've been, I've been trying to figure it out because there's some stuff I'd really like to do Randy Cam on, yeah, but the Randy Cam interviews have
1: to be a thing, they have to come back. They have to come back <laughs> yeah. for, for lots of reasons. One, they're well, awesome. Two, it actually had a huge following and was ridiculous that it didn't continue. And three, God. It's, uh, it just, it's time, man. It's time for Randy Cam to resurface. So well,
0: Randy Cam's never really went under the surface. He just kind of skimming along it. Back in the public <laughs> spotlight is what I'm saying. Well, you know, I'm doing the video channel. I don't have the time to get out of the grandstands to do the things that I did. Which is why and, we're going to try and grandstand. find some help for next year. That's one of the things for next summer. Boy, they is. better be spot on.
1: Well, <laughs> one step at <out> a time. <laughs> one step at a time, bud.
0: I'm actually going to talk to uh, Amy and Tr- Troy. I, you are right now. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, Go ahead. This will be a little bit of a surprise. Cause... Hi,
1: Amy. Hi, Troy. We got some
0: ideas. <laughs> I want to see if we can get uh, Taylor to do a little more photography for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pretty much. Well, it's one of the things, uh, you know, we have the Northern Renegade trailer now. Um, Bright yellow trailer. I'll stick it up uh, at most of the racetracks. uh, We were able to bring it. And, uh, you know, that's something that I want to add to the merchandise side of it. Um, which I mean, I want to say right up front that we had, we had t-shirts and some other stuff this year, all at really reasonable pricing because we want kids and, and families to be able yep. to purchase the stuff, um, with their allowance. You know what I mean? This was uh we found a vendor that was, would make t-shirts for us and actually spent a couple of nights in the trailer making custom shirts, uh, for people, but at a, uh, you know, 10 bucks for a shirt or whatever, it was, uh. You know I don't know what the numbers I don't honestly don't remember what the numbers were but you know there we are not doing it for profit we're not doing any no. of this stuff to no. try and uh, try and make a living off of it um, all of this is so that uh, the publicity for the series and to continue to grow it so it can be a be a place where uh, where families can come and race and, and enjoy their time so mm, this give, is a bunch give of, back to racing what it's given us
0: this is just a bunch of grown-ass men out playing in a sandbox
1: and families yeah, you know is <laughs> right. I mean, really what it comes down to oh absolutely absolutely you know? and it's, it's, it's back for the fun so but uh, you know so hopefully we can get some pictures in that uh, in that, that trailer as well kind of like uh, you know that Dennis Peterson does an awesome job in Bemidji um, selling uh, selling a well, I mean, I, I still have pictures from when I was racing street stocks there, yep. you know, of myself and all of my friends. And, you know, that's kind of the theme that we want to be able to continue on with our shows. and whatever. <laughs> We're going
0: to have to dig through those and see if there's any pictures in my crap car up oh, there. Probably, there.
1: I'm sure there probably is. I used to have buttons. I used to have, uh, you know, everybody's button hung on my wall. So it's... Uh, um, you know, just something else that we want to uh, want to continue on with, so right, make bigger and better next season. Yeah, so, I, I, NorthernRenegades.tv, I like Northern TV, dot TV, the Renegades
0: on Dirt podcast is linked to on NorthernRenegades.com. dot com, the Sprints dot com. Right. Sorry, right? It's Sprints dot com, and then there's a Renegades on Dirt podcast page, and. When I think of it, I will actually put up a link on that nrsprints.com that takes you to northernrenegades.tv.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And so there you go. For all your, uh, the the fix over the winter, if you need, uh, need to see some sprint cars or just want to check it out and see what it's all about. A
0: disclaimer now is that not every race from this season is on there because I wasn't able to make every race. Right. And, and there's some other companies out there that were at our races that I'm working on trying to get the footage from. Like uh, Troy's first win right. in the heat. I'm trying to get that footage. And some of these other things that are pretty cool. Right. You know, like Denny Stordahl's first win in the wing car. The wing car. And uh Lure. And
1: Lure. Go ahead.
2: Oh, John Johnny Lure. Lure. Yeah.
1: Up at Greenbush when he picked yeah, up his on first that was, one. That was one of the things, yeah, I was going to, uh, going to highlight. Johnny Lure is a wonderful person um they have a great team and we just just enjoy the heck out of it when he comes and races with us and uh very competitive i mean can't believe that he hasn't won well same you know speaking of the grand rapids shows blake anderson yeah uh, comes up makes a makes an appearance in grand rapids i mean drives the five hours or whatever from the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> house um and blake is another one you know i would consider blake one of my good friends he made the trip to fargo too right. or not fargo grand not forks grand and uh I was surprised to have learned that night before the feature um, that Blake had never won a sprint car feature yet. Um, Blake has had a lot of success in wing uh-huh. go-karts and I think pretty much anything that has a steering wheel he's ever been in. Um, and he is a throttle-stomping guy. And uh, so he picked up the win at, at uh, one of the Grand Rapids shows um, and, you know, kind of got that monkey off his back. And then, of course, uh, we get to Greenbush. At the end of the season, and John Laurer, who has been on the verge of winning, I think many, many times as well. Um, I think he's got a lot of bridesmaid dresses hanging in the closet. And uh, yeah, he uh, <laughs> kind of uh, like um, Kaylee Emerson. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, maybe the true mark and assist looks better on the record, right? Um, but no, I, uh, for for John to John to pick up his first win, you know, that was a long time coming for him as well. And of course, you know, that wasn't a that wasn't a you know five car you know first season that that was a 16 car scrap fest yeah that's this is uh you know picking up a win with the series now is not it's not easy pickings it's I mean paul schultz um was ridiculously fast in Greenbush. well he's fast everywhere but
0: you know who surprised the hell out of me nick doronco
1: oh yeah there you
0: jumped out of that b mod in the middle of the season put together a sprint car that that he got from schultz yep
1: and jumped in that thing and (laughs) right out of the gate it was like oh my god top fives right out of the gate running running uh, really well at Cedar Lake with the UMSS and him and you and Lure at Greenbush Yeah, three-car battle for the lead. (laughs) For, for like, 15 laps. the majority of the race, yeah. It was, it was, uh, huh? Yeah, it was (laughs) was great. It was a great, uh, well, and that's, you know, even more special for John because it wasn't just a, he got out front and took off. I mean, he was, uh, he had to get his way by Nick, um, and I I got to the outside, and so Nick and I were side by side, and John was right there, and then John snuck past him, and, of course, Nick was still there, and I was still on the top, and then we got lap traffic, and, um, you know, really exciting stuff. he, He had to work for it
0: yeah you know, no, it, it wasn't one of the it, it wasn't yeah. ah look no. at this
1: topside great we uh we don't hand out free victories <laughs> and I you won't find that anywhere in any uh in any, <coughs> you know UMSF for us or uh um now the western renegades miles tomlinson miles tomlinson which uh we will we'll have hopefully on the next podcast um Started a uh, Called the Western Renegades Out uh, I think he's going to have A full schedule At the Devil's Lake Speedway Yeah And um I, He just posted today um, Look it up on Facebook uh, Westernrenegades.com But uh he's is it dot com there's no dot com okay, on i'm, so, it. I'm sorry I'm not. it's
0: facebook dot com western renegades
1: okay facebook dot com western renegades there you go
0: I keep telling him he forgot the s because he actually calls it the western renegade oh really I'm like there's more
1: than one of you dude <laughs> so um you know basically six weeks after announcing that this was gonna be a thing in which he had two other guys that were willing to build cars with him um six weeks later he's got ten cars purchased and 13 and now this week again which was like week seven um yeah. three more in one week yeah so i mean out there but they've been starved out there for i mean from you know allegedly from what miles says uh, you know of course miles is a ridiculously good guy that people trust um but uh, uh yeah but he's he's friends with guys like robert helibust
0: and eric lodenschlager and jason Walla, and all these guys that are pouring money into dirt track racing right all right modified guys <clears throat> helibust is a late model and a modified okay and eric Laudenschlager has got an imca sport I love mod that last name
1: <laughs> and he's a cop <laughs> you gotta you got a badge guy he, like, he's
0: one of the nicest guys you'll ever freaking meet He take, takes up his whole chest and, he, and he's a cop they told me he was a cop i was like shut up because yeah. he's just a super nice guy and it's like what the hell but, but Jason Walla and those guys out there in the north in North Dakota, they've all run that uh God, I'm going to screw this up. The Dakota Mod Tours. Yep. But they all run that and they all go down and run in boon at the Super Nationals. Right. And
1: they these, chase I mean, These are these are legitimate guys that are are interested in our that, that are that are looking at direction. sprint cars. Right. Well, and that's uh you know, I think part of our growth or whatever is you know people just had to see that okay this is going to be a thing you know what i mean and it's it's going to stick around so um you know now that we're kind of over that hill um yeah it's it's exploding and for miles i mean just ridiculous and in fact um you know we'll let the cat out of the bag right now but um you may or may not have another renegade series popping up here really shortly so but you didn't hear that here yet so um just keep your eyes on facebook so
0: oh there was something ron posted today oh really yeah well maybe
1: well i think he's hinted he's alluded to it a couple times i don't i haven't been on facebook today but ah uh, uh, see yeah
0: ron ronner posted today that there was a uh, a fifth series
1: starting this Right. Chamon- so you have Chamonga Kwang and so to, uh, to so to catch you up there, of course, because it's been been all summer, but so you have the UMSS, the upper midwest sprint car series. The per um, guys. Which is yep. Which has uh was kind of the that started all this. Um and we jumped on board um, with the Northern Renegade series. Yep um the lucas oil power aid or power i racing yeah, you just keep plugging that stuff and uh, <laughs> and then um, um we had uh um i believe uh it's jeff trout i think is his name yep um and, the pacific renegades out in southern so, california so he jumps on board with the pacific renegades and um you know interesting sidebar to that he, uh, I, we got to meet the guy. Just a wonderful guy, and just a sprint car nut. Um, you know, has a couple cars, and but really believes in this platform. And uh, but he was having trouble. Um, you know, one getting people to believe, and two, um, you know, trying to understand the affordability of the engines. Right. And this is one of the roadblocks that we run into a lot with a lot of racers. Um, that it's hard to understand how low the price needs to be and what area we need to keep the cars in, um, price wise, because you're, you know, if you compare it to what's available now, you say, well, you know, oh but you know, a, a $10,000 engine is cheap, but a $10,000 engine is not cheap for a regular working person or a regular right. working family. Right. And that's some of the perspective that's been lost in, uh, um, in, you know, with the race car circles now. And so he was kind of fighting that. And so, um, he kind of basically called up ron and said you know i don't know what to do and he said your your engine's too expensive you know you're you're you have to go with these exact rules There's there's a reason that these rules are the way they are right. and um he started talking with ryan johnson who's somebody else that we hopefully will have on the podcast who's been helping a lot of guys build. he's been building his own five threes and uh yep. um, you know help, yeah, yeah. My, help miles get going with his car and uh yeah just said, you know, what are you doing? These, these motors should be, these should be three, $4,000 motors tops. Right. Period. That's all you need. And, uh, hopefully it, I mean, it sounds like they're kind of back on track, but so you got the Pacific renegades anyway, um, out there. Um, that's a California deal.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, there's another, uh, there's another one, I believe in Nebraska that is, uh, poised to kick off. And now, uh, perhaps the, uh, let's we'll call it the Eastern renegades right now. um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, you know, we're kind of using a three hour benchmark kind of as the, um, you know, the, the appropriate distance from each other so that we can interchange cars, but yet not overlap schedules and, you know, have racetrack conflicts and whatever, right. you know? Um, but just, you know, the platform is just taking off.
0: So. Have you, have you talked to anyone to that guy from Ohio that we were talking to through Facebook?
1: I haven't. Um, I think Ron has been, um, but yeah, it's. The, one of the things that will happen this winter, um, probably in January it's tentatively scheduled for, is that we're going to sit down and put together a book not like a book, like a book book, but like a you, a, a, a handout, a pamphlet. What, what do we call it a handbook? That's go. You know, um, like a guidebook for perspective. How you franchise this you know, Northern Renegade you know UMSS platform. And success, and then um, you know we don't, you know, a couple of the things that really keyed on. And I don't, I don't really want to expand on it too much right now. But um, one thing is that it has to be the right culture. Yeah. You know, the rules are the rules, but the culture is what makes us successful. And um, with that culture comes some responsibility, and the primary focus of that responsibility is not allowing it to do what all of the other. Uh, series or 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 other platforms of racing seem to do you know you you don't want to say anything negative about anybody else but um you know as racers we all we all know that this has gone a certain direction in almost every class and you know we are vigilant that that doesn't happen here and that's why i do this (laughs) right we get (laughs) we get a lot of pushback you know from a lot of guys that uh, that want you know give us this give us that we're you know and the no i mean it just it's and you know one other thing you're going to see announced here really soon is uh, uh we're not we're not calling it a rules freeze because that term seems to not mean a lot in our country but uh, uh or i should say this neck of the woods racing wise but uh <laughs> um we're uh, we're we're locking the rules up and yeah. you know we you'll Read all about it on Facebook when it happens. So I'm not going to disclose any more details than that. But uh, it's one thing that we're not going to allow to happen. You have the stuff. You have the stuff. You're good. You're ready to race. And that's yep. not going to change. So um, anyway, so finishing out the uh, the season, um, you know, in August, like I said, we were in Grand Rapids a couple times. Uh, and I believe that was Blake and, and uh, Lance that picked up those wins. Uh, we went to the proctor speedway and we actually got this one in and uh the track was really fast and really fun um which proctor like i said can be um but 13 cars 13 cars um roll through the gate and they were basically all our cars and uh which was awesome um we didn't expect that on a sunday night. So that was uh the thirteen cars I guess was less shocking or more shocking than it was Sunday night. And uh so we roll through the gate with thirteen cars, put on a put on a great show. Um I believe Jory puts himself in victory lane again there. Um then we go off to uh to Cedar Lake Speedway for the uh traditional challenge. Um now the interesting part of these races is that um they are wingless sprint cars. There's several other wingless sprint, sprint car series um, from over, you know, kind of southern Wisconsin um, down by Jackson. Um, these cars are not exactly the same as ours. They've got four-barrel carburetors. They're, you know, I, I don't know if they might even allow a 360. Um, you know, there's there's some some cars that on paper should be quite a bit faster. But both nights, um, I think three of the top five both nights were were two barrel carbureted northern renegade umss cars and um night two the top three were and i was one of them i was third um but that's uh so
0: you were just barely there but you were there
1: i snuck in i snuck in you know even a blind squirrel right but uh but no um and this is this is cedar lake speedway this is hammered down against the wall you know mean this is where horsepower should make a difference but in these cars it just doesn't i mean it just uh you know you can you can say what it is about this and that and what what'll happen on a on a uh tacky racetrack or you know well you can keep outfits dry it's not true in wingless cars i mean the, the effort you put in as a driver equates way more than the horsepower under the hood to to some extent i mean um you know for my season personally to finish third at that race against guys that that had you know fifty sixty maybe even a hundred horse on you um that I mean I I drove my butt off to get there you know what yep. i mean that was that was my benchmark for the season was to you know you placed with the the best drivers there are in the area yeah and uh that you know I, I was very content with that and I was super happy to see the platform perform as well as it did because um can't get most of that power to the ground anyway so if you can utilize all of your power versus three quarters of your power you know you just as a driver i mean and that's why i love our rules platform the way it is because there's nowhere to hide like (laughs) you get it well really you get it you get in there you know you're not going to just throttle past somebody down the straightaway unless you find something to grab onto to go and um so you get in there you strap yourself in tight and you lock your shield down, and you hang you, on and pray. You get on the gas and get your elbows out the window, and and you do your job. And the guy who does that the best generally wins. And that's guy or girl. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say. But uh, but yeah, I mean uh, that's that's. You want to know what it's about for this guy? That's what it's about. I mean the family stuff and all that's awesome, and I love that culture. But um, you know, as a driver, I still need that. You know that uh, that competitive. You know. Yeah. Whatever you call it. That that, you know, benchmark knowing that you're you're out there getting it and that's uh that's it. So um so yeah, so that was a pretty special race to be able to run with uh with those cars and place that well. You know, not just me but our group. I mean right. Paul Paul Schultz was he was in the top three for part of the race. Um, you know, he had some had some bad luck, but uh um I mean, we have some ridiculously fast cars that can compete anywhere So so next year You're going to gonna see A lot more Northern Renegade cars um, I think You know With these other series You're going to see Those names Top you know Popping up in the top Five now as well So Right um, But then on the uh, The 30th uh, 31st and September 1st um, Labor Day weekend um, We get invited out To River City Speedway You know Talk about hollow Grounds for sprint cars <laughs> uh, And then Greenbush Raceway Park For two nights And uh, we've already Been invited back um for that weekend um i think there's probably interest in even more times out there which you know will kind of depend on what the western series is doing or whatever but um you know for for these places to take notice of us and to be asking us to come back um you know we we brought uh i think it was 17 cars out there i think we were nine we were we were we were like 18 or 19, maybe even the first night. And then like Blake Anderson, you'd mentioned was out there. And um, uh, we had 17 total.
0: We had 16 of our guys and then we had 17 with the experiment. Yep. And then we had 16 each night in Greenbush.
1: Right. So, I mean, to travel that far and, and bring yeah. that, that amount of cars out. And it was it was
0: awesome too, because we had four cars that came up Friday night that went home
1: mm-hmm.
0: after the night. And we get to Greenbush, and we're thinking, okay, we're gonna have twelve, maybe thirteen cars, and there's four new guys there.
1: Yeah, I was like, it was like, okay. it was a couple for sure. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. I,
0: no, it was it was great. And that Durranco didn't make Grand Forks, but he made it to Greenbush. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And Blake had to Blake and, had to leave. After. And Lure came up, and uh, John Lowe John, Lowe and John Lowe came Lowe. up. <laughs> and I don't remember who the fourth crossover car was. <laughs> but it it was absolutely mint because it was like okay
1: cool right we've still got 16 right well and that's the uh, you know that i think that's where we're at now we're at you know there's enough cars in the area and then enough you know a lot of the umss guys didn't want to necessarily come up because we weren't we weren't strong we weren't you know we were just getting going yeah uh, but now now you come to race so yep. now it's not – you don't just come up and, and take a win to have a win. Because yeah, we had a handful of those guys come up during this regular season to Rapids. Absolutely, absolutely. And Blake, <laughs> I mean, like I said, Blake earned his win when he came up that one night. But he didn't get it. It wasn't given to him. No. I mean, he, uh, he earned <laughs> no. it. He earned it. So
0: Even even Stettner comes up, comes up and was amazed.
1: Yeah, and um, went back. And, and were, Al is we, – we basically claim Al as a northern renegade anyway. So ang, <laughs> angry Al. <laughs> angry and Al. then
0: he sold his car and went back into a modified. Now he's
1: selling the mod and coming well, back to some, his friend. He did have some, some health stuff. Um, and uh, <coughs> um, But it's awesome that, yeah, it sounds like that a lot of that's beyond. And, you know, we uh, we do want to send out uh, prayers for his dad. His dad's just an awesome person, and uh, he's battling, uh, I believe, some cancer now. But, uh, but yeah, super – well, it was good to see him at the end of the season at Cedar Lake. Yeah. We got to see him again, and um, that he's got a car again, and and he'll be back. So, yeah. so you will see the uh, the thirty eight special, Angry Al, oh. <laughs> and uh, and family will be will be gracing us with their presence again. I'm sure. And like I said, I. I consider him and Ryan Johnson and uh, and Leah Stahl. We haven't even talked about her yet. Um, these are, these I was, are. I was going to get her on the phone tonight, but now she's off playing floor hockey or something for okay. a couple so, of hours. So. Well, uh, they, these are cars that come up from uh, the Twin Cities area. They're UMSs, you know, by region they're UMSs. But right. I, I give Ron a lot of a lot of crap all the time, saying that oh no, these are these are Northern Renegade cars, pal. So, <laughs> so these are my people, you know. But uh, no, and it really doesn't matter. But it's uh, it's it's fun to give each other crap.
0: So. <laughs> well that's half the culture
1: right absolutely absolutely <laughs> so but anyway finish out the season um, after greenbush um, strong showing greenbush we had the uh, legendary 100 yeah. um, and not a lot of our guys were able to make it down of course that's a midweek deal um yeah, you know, it's a it starts, midweek
0: deal it's school season
1: it's yeah. it's a it's it's hard but uh um you know we did have some strong showings there um, yeah so that that was good to, you know, again, show that our presence and that we're coming and uh, that we're, we're going to become a force. Um, and then when uh, I should mention in Grand Rapids, I mean, this is one of my best friends in the world, uh, Paul Schultz won at least, a, I think. What two? Any one, one, one or two for sure, um, in Grand Rapids. And I know I've said his name several times, but I don't feel like I've given him as much airtime as he probably deserves for. God, I, I think he for only, where I, he's come from, and and now his,
0: it sounds really stupid. I think he
1: only won one. Like you were expecting him to win every week, but he was. I mean, he it was. was part he was of always raising. In uh, in every race. I mean, there was I don't know that there was a race that he was not a part of the way that that it finished. I mean, maybe the the one night with Lance and I, but uh, I I, I know there were a couple of nights that he didn't do
0: as well as he hoped, but he had a couple of nights that had mechanical issues.
1: Yeah, he uh anyway, I mean for, for guys I mean of course the the kids is naturally talented, it comes from My, racing family. He's so
0: God blessed consistent.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh which is funny because uh, you know, he's all about the show if you ask him, you know. He uh he'll win all apps every night. Um <laughs> and uh but he's uh he actually the modified is sold now and uh he's hundred percent sprint car next year. Good. Um yeah, which I mean we'll that make his will, wife happier well, <laughs> well it's gonna make uh it's gonna make him a lot tougher than he was this year even you know trying to manage two cars and and whatever but he uh yeah i mean there's just a just a guy that's he'll be one of the gatekeepers for i mean if you're gonna win a northern renegade race you're gonna have to beat the orange 101 so right. he'll be one of the one of the cars right there um so anyway, the last uh, after the after the uh, 100, the last uh, two races of the year, Bemidji Speedway Stampede, which uh, you know, very blessed and uh, and fortunate to be invited to that show. Um, you know, that's our first like real invitational, aside from like the legendary. You know, and that, that's our home away from home absolutely absolutely and so you know for them to to have us up there for those two nights um unfortunately they've had a lot of a lot of weather issues you know rained rained all week long i mean uh just to get the pits in order was was a challenge and uh as a result the track ended up you know they had to seal it over to uh to keep it from from absorbing all that water and so it was uh it was she's was pretty dry and i uh, kind of took rubber there the second day but uh, i think we still put on a good show and like i said i couldn't couldn't have ended on a uh, higher note with the way um uh dave brayford uh first this is his first <laughs> yeah. year there's there's another guy yeah, he Josh was honking Braford's dad um you know gets second yeah. on the uh, on the final night there um I, I was gonna ask him who was driving the car really yeah no he did awesome <laughs> and uh he's so he's another one that uh, has come so far in one year i mean he used to race you know when but i mean he's he's retired you know he's uh yeah. I, I'm not gonna use the word old, but I mean he's a retired guy and and just fell in love with it and and believes in it. He's not old, he's advanced. <laughs> there you go, um, but I mean he can still he could still get it done,
0: you know. I can say that because I'm fairly advanced myself, <laughs> right? No, there you go. So it,
1: <laughs> I'm getting there, but uh, but no. So uh, for he got he got second, and the first night uh, Leah wasn't able to run with us both nights. She had uh, another obligation for the second night, but um, she got fourth. Um, on the, on the first night in Bemidji at the Stampede, which was, you know, she for, basically run through the pit, you know, for her, that was a feature win. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody, you know, hugging and high-fiving and, uh, I mean, yeah, she told Ryan, um, don't you touch my race car because <laughs> you know, they were talking about selling both cars and getting two new ones for next year newer ones you know right. uh, i shouldn't say newer but different ones that were matching so that the parts <coughs> there, the uh the two cars were you know could be set up the same right um and uh when for those of you who don't know leah and uh, ryan are boyfriend and girlfriend wow oh, yeah. and uh and so so they got they both have sprint cars
0: and by the uh, way ryan i've been talking to your girlfriend on the side <laughs> that, right, nothing bad I've just been giving her cake recipes and you stuff. don't you don't have a lotus Ryan has a lotus so even yeah. though he's not
1: a he's not a rich guy
0: but he's, uh, he's <laughs> he, a guy in he, he a have, chicken suit he's he also doesn't have an extra 150 pound on him
1: <laughs> he's, he's got a lotus and a chicken suit so you, you, you're gonna have to top them people.
0: I saw that pictures on Facebook I was like oh my god I gotta. Uh, he picked one.
1: her up at the airport she flies around a lot for her job and he picked her up at the airport in the lotus with the chicken suit and there's nice yeah there's a there's a little funnier story behind that that I will not repeat on the, uh, on the podcast here, but well, uh, I'm going to have to find it out. Cause I'll tell it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, so, but at any rate, so we, we asked him on the first day of he said, where's the chicken suit. And, and, uh, so after the feature, he comes <laughs> to the bits of this chicken suit. Out, so, but, uh, but, yeah, anyway, so that was, uh, was kind of what capped off the season. We, uh, we had, a, had a great time, and, you know, I think everybody that uh, had struggled a little bit during the season, um, you know, got a chance to uh, find some speed at the end. Um, you know, one guy that we have not mentioned um, in this podcast who is a one of the staples in our group, another guy who had never driven a race car um, until last year is Tyler Wass and Tyler Wass uh he just
0: quietly blends in and
1: he took a he took a tumble at the beginning he made he made his presence known at the beginning of the year he was oh, actually yeah. he was actually passing cars and uh and was looking really good and then uh just caught an unfortunate rut and uh maybe had to right rear in a little too far in rapids and you know for as fast as we were going and and uh, and and crashed and fortunately you know what these cars it's not that expensive to get back on track but uh um you know he's able to get going again and and uh we spent some time at cedar lake um during the arrive and drive i wish i i wish i could say that i spent a lot of time on it i didn't troy was nice enough to help him out that was my intention and i was of course running in 50 directions and not probably doing very well at any of them but um but you know which arrive and drive ours or the one at cedar lake the one at cedar lake okay Yep. um so he brought his car all the way down there just to test and um We unfortunately, by the time they got on the racetrack, the track had kind of locked down and started taking rubber. So instead of you know helping him with the helping him with his dry slick setup, we ended up kind of going the other direction and loosening the car back up and and you know just working on driving stuff or whatever. Like I said, I didn't get nearly the amount of time I wanted to put in on it to uh, help him because I want our guys to get faster as a group, right? But uh um, but you said
0: Troy was helping him. Yeah, try try give him Okay, a, how does that make you feel? Because Troy was the guy that two years ago hadn't driven a damn thing.
1: No, oh, I know, I know, and he's and he's actually. I was over there, and, and Troy's actually going. Well, maybe we should change this, and he's right. You know what I mean? He was. It's not like he was just staring at parts, going, "Oh, what about this?" You know what I mean? He he had you know he knows what he's doing and uh but it's uh how how, how does that make you feel in and of itself just that aspect of it oh that's awesome that's awesome i i I could read the text messages we sent back and forth you know during the course of you know the summer and then his win and and uh, of course then after that and it's uh how do you get him to answer a text you won't answer mine (laughs) we got the right number i don't know troy you big meanie but uh (laughs) but no i mean they're uh um yeah i i I don't want to say it's like you know watching a child grow up, I guess, but it's it, it, in a way it is. It's been uh, it's been very cool to show how do I how do I say this right? I, to Watch see somebody up. prove to himself that he's capable, that he yeah. that he can do something that he that he's dreamt of, you know what I mean? And you know, I told him after the first day, I said, "You got this, man. You just you just need time," and uh, I think he's he's really like I said, proving it to himself, which is, it's phenomenal. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that doesn't happen. You know, none of us are um, fortunate enough to probably experience that, but a couple of times in our lives, maybe if we're lucky. And so, uh, so to be competent at something that he loves is, that's awesome. But so anyway, he's helping Tyler. I always go off on these tangents. Um, He's helping Tyler out. They're informative and and cool. And they got the car going pretty good. And I just happened to walk up. um, It's the last. The last session of of uh, practice tyler's out on the racetrack and i happen to have a radio you know we had to, everybody had the race evers in and i just happened to have a radio because um, we were going to push my son around in the sprint car a little bit on the racetrack just give him a little you know thanks for helping whatever um so i got you know the, the earbuds in on him so i got a radio so i can talk to him when he's out there um and i look out there and i'm watching tyler go around and he just isn't driving the car into the corner like he needs to. Right. And I stood there and I was like, you know, you know it's the last session and I'm you know, I'm I'm frustrated for him because he's he's a good racer. He's there. He was there. How much of that crash. do you
0: think has a little bit to do with back, going back to that crash? Do you think oh, absolutely
1: no, and he—he'll be, be the first one to tell you. Um, maybe we can even get him on here, and, and he can tell everybody. But um, you know that crash. You know he was really making progress, and then his his season—I to say a flatland. I mean, he had some good runs and whatever. But and they're still having fun. That's the that's the done. that's the main point. We checked in a lot, but um, uh, for that. But he uh, he just you know it was like something's off you know what i mean and i I just didn't have time um you know like i wanted to to help him in the season so but i'm watching him go on the racetrack and i grabbed the radio and i just said tyler you need to drive the car into the corner harder and that he's on the straightaway on the front stretch and he drives into one and two like what exactly what i told him to do and sets the car and is great and so then he drives a little harder and a little harder and a little harder and um he finally got up out of the rubber and got a little bit loose and got he got near the wall and but did not look rattled you know he didn't shut the car down and whatever he drove the car right back down onto the rubber and i said okay that was a little too hard you got to (laughs) stay down you know stay down in the rubber in the middle you know and you tell him what to look for and it's stuff that you know i think we forget having raced as much as we have um you know there's a lot of that stuff that them guys not haven't necessarily experienced or or know exactly what to look for you know um but, i still don't but after the after that i didn't of course i didn't you know we we did the thing with payton and and uh so i didn't get over there right away i didn't get to talk to him till after but you know Troy said he was all smiles when he got out of the car and and uh you know finally kind of had that accomplishment and that you know basically that's what he said he didn't you know you don't know how far you can go. And when you've gotten right. over the edge, it's hard to get back to the edge necessarily, right, when you've gotten bitten. Yep. And uh, and so I, I wish that there was another race, you know, right after that that he could have went to because he could see again what the car could do and what he could do. And uh, so that was, you know, that was kind of a little exclamation point at the end of the year to see the smile and, and the enthusiasm in his voice for next season now Did because— you like- he knows he can do it. It's right. not a, it's not a question anymore. So,
0: and it should fuel him a little more over the winter too. Oh, absolutely. You know, Cause now he goes, okay,
1: I can still do this. Let's, well, I think, you know, in all honesty, like I said, we did the little power ranking deal, um, in Bemidji and, um, you know, he was starting towards the front and I think, you know, I want to say that, that kind of a hit to his pride. Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, he's, he's, they're just such good people. um, that you know they're they're hard to read and, and i certainly was no offense meant by anything but uh, um i think that he felt for the effort that they've put in which is a lot that they should be better than what they were you know what i mean I, I feel if i could paraphrase for him and we'll get him on here and ask him but yeah um but i i feel like that's where that's how they felt and hopefully after the cedar lake thing you know they're uh um up, they feel like they're they're where they should be so right so that's where we want
0: him to be. And his girlfriend supports him so much in this deal
1: oh she he couldn't do it without her so <laughs> caitlin yeah yep. yep yep she's she's awesome she's amazing she's a she's an asset to our group as well yes um she's i mean well when we first uh first went to the 18 inch rule um which basically is the right rear spacing on the you know if the track is tacky we try and police that everybody gets the right rear out far enough so we don't have any uh um, any single car incident. Um, but uh, she was the first one that said, I can do that. I mean, if if something needs to get done, she's the first one to volunteer to say, oh, I can do that, I can help with that. Or, you know, sometimes we're short on four-wheelers for pushing, and you'll see her, you know, she just doubles mm-hmm. back and pushes. She actually carries a race receiver in her own ear, so yeah. she is always up to date on what's going on um, and where she needs to be. And Yeah, I mean, that's... We got some pretty special people. Yes, We're,
0: we do. We are like, <laughs> a couple so. of special people behind the microphone. <laughs> <We're not touched. laughs> yeah, Mark calls it touched. Yeah, <laughs> We're, uh,
1: special for a different reason.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, well, but uh, but yeah, I got so. Roine a touched person too. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We spend enough time with a guy. You know, he's like my brother. So. but uh, but anyway, no. Uh, so we have some really exciting stuff to talk about. To get us through the winter here, um, we won't just be talking about Northern Renegade stuff, although that will probably be a lot of it. Um, but we also want uh, want questions and feedback. So tell them where they can send that to us.
0: Man, I don't remember. ROD podcast at nrsprints.com. Seems
1: like you remember. <laughs> so, so. And then sometimes it takes the gears a minute to turn, yep. you know. Or info, info at nrsprints.com as well. Um, or media at nirsprints.com. Um, all places that you can uh, you can find us. You can actually find uh, um, how to contact us. You know, um, over the phone on on these uh, websites and facebook pages all on the interwebs and uh, <laughs> interwebs and uh, um, yeah and become part of the conversation and uh, and uh, part of our group good bad or indifferent we want to hear it so but this is not all rainbows and sunshine we uh i'd be happy to talk about when we, we know
0: we piss some people off but we're not We hardly hear from them
1: well right and and uh, there's know. there's nothing here that we're we're not open to talking to even on the air so um we have we have actually reached out, I think we talked about this last year, to Hoosier, and uh, they had a uh, representative um, say, send us a list of questions, and as I have time, I will answer them. And, um, Apparently, we, he's never had time. We've asked a couple more times and haven't really got a lot of response, which, I mean, to be fair, um, I'm sure they are busy. And, you know, answering a small podcast questions or a small racing series questions probably aren't top priority especially right. some of the more pointed questions that we were asking so um but we we do want to get to the bottom of some of the stuff and we want to talk about it. so yep and it just it's been a long summer yeah
2: yeah and there's
1: <laughs> well and just all the names and whatever people that uh, that we hope to have on and um yeah, there's a there's a lot to do. It's just a matter. Hopefully, we'll find time to do this. You know, hopefully weekly. I don't know what you're thinking. Probably should have talked about that earlier. But before, <laughs> well, like, I've before
0: I've this, been so. I've been thinking the weekly thing, just because it's a long winter. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people that we could talk to. There's a lot of things we can talk about. A lot of things that'll change over the course of the winter.
1: Right. And a and couple I mean, things that won't. So like our rules. Yep. So, um, anyway, that's. Uh, That is our season in a nutshell, and of course we'll get into more specifics here about the about the people and the places and the things and uh hopefully have some exciting uh announcements about uh schedule. we're working on the schedule already and, that's, uh, awesome. that's already forming up we don't i don't want to be stressed out like we were like i was last <laughs> winter trying to, trying to glue all this together that's, i
0: don't want to be stressed out like i was in the spring trying to get the damn schedules ready to for publication. Oh, exactly exactly so i've got i've got a pretty good layout for next year already done i just yep it'll don't be a lot easier to read this year too me. trust me
1: Oh, a bunch of whiners.
0: <laughs> oh man! After after they were printed, and I looked
1: at them, I went, oh, "God, I'm a dumbass." No, no, it's, <laughs> hey, this is what happens when working people do stuff. It's just not as good as what you'd hope right out of the gate, but it'll get there. It will get there. Like the quality of this podcast is going to get better. So it's probably
2: not. Less hey, breathing well, just- and
1: scratching and noise as we get the studio set up here and whatever. So, but but stay tuned because we uh, and we really appreciate you uh, you listening. This has
0: been Renegades on Dirt.
1: Kaylee. This
0: is Randy. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time where we will probably have a couple of calling in guests, and we'll discuss more of the summer as, as it happened. And we'll probably discuss some of the things that we did during the Northern Renegades Arrive and Drive that we omitted from this podcast. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway... That's us for this week and this episode, and we will catch you, we'll say next week, but we'll see what happens.
1: Thanks, Renegade Nation.